What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Universal Tees. It's the People's Podcast with your girl Toya, and this episode is called Planning for Progress. So, boom. Y'all know I have to tell y'all how I come up with these episodes. So, Planning for Progress. I realized that... Hold on, I feel like my mic's too far away. I realized that when we want to be better, right, a large part of trying to be better, trying to do better is about progressing, right? We want to progress into somebody new, to something different. We want to progress into new um, avenues. But in order to do that, we actually have to understand what it means to progress or to understand what progress is. So y'all know, I'm trying to see who in the chat from back there, but hey, y'all share the video. Um, But the word progress, y'all know I love a definition. Hold on. I don't know why I always got a break when I get on here, child, but here we are. Um, But this episode is called Planning for Progress, and the word progress simply means forward or onward moving. This can be to a destination. This can be in space or in time. So the word progress means forward and onward moving. So... If you are planning to progress in your life, to, to move forward, to move, move onward, that the first thing that came to my mind when I started to write my show notes was that you can't have the, the goal of progress when you're thinking about the things that are going to get left behind. If you're moving forward, if you're moving on past things, past situations, past different levels of your life, you can't do that and still be focused on maintaining what's left behind. And here's why. And this is from my own experience. If you're so focused, you, you, when you're thinking about progress, you can't be so focused on the things that are not right alongside you because then you're not really thinking about the, the onward or the forward because you're too busy trying to look back. All of my friends who, and if you are on here, I know Jazz, we ran track in high school. Our coach used to be on our ass if we were ever running a race and we were looking back. Because why? The goal is to get to the finish line that's ahead of you first. So why is it that you're trying to focus on the people behind you, right? And so when I was thinking about this, I said, if we're trying to focus on onward moving, if we're trying to focus on forward moving, um, we're thinking about the vision. So when I'm thinking about this forward moving movement, when I'm thinking about this vision, my thing is, where is it that you're going, because sometimes when we're in states and we're in mindsets and when I've been in spaces and mindsets and mentalities where I don't really know where I'm going, I feel like I'm just going through the motion. If you have no vision, you're just idly moving. You don't even know if you're moving forward, backward, side to side. So your vision has to be clear because that's your focus. Boom. That's why this year is called the four quarters of focus. If you're trying to progress, if you're planning to, to progress and move forward and move onward, you have to be clear on what your vision is. Also relating to my life, if you're a dancer, when we are doing spins, when you are doing turns, you have to have a point of focus. Because even though you're going in a circle, your point of focus is always ahead of you and always above you. Your dance instructor is never going to tell you to find a focus point that's below you. Your dance instructor is never going to tell you to find a focus point that's next to you. Because if you want to get back to forward, if you want to get back to center, if you want to get back to the direction in which your audience is, and to, in the direction of your vision, in the direction of your passion, it has to be forward and upward. Right? So progress is all about thinking forward, thinking upward. Yes, I'm here now. So don't get confused when we're talking about progress and you automatically assume child, um, that you're talking about something that's near you. When you're talking about progress, you're thinking about what's ahead of you. 
And that's not to say that you don't acknowledge what has been. You don't acknowledge what is because that's your foundation. Where you are is your foundation. So don't try to negate what it is that you're experiencing now. Don't try to quickly eliminate the feelings that you have now. Sit there. Still have your forward vision. But be clear that you don't want to be here anymore. Get real familiar with the... And I think we... We get afraid to get familiar with the, the hard feelings. Get familiar with those difficult feelings so the minute that they start to creep up, you know how to move past them. You know? And sometimes we, we ask for things that are gold and our vision is something that is gold and we get some shit that's gold-plated. There's a difference. When you are trying to progress, yes, I might have something that's gold-plated now, but my vision is on pure gold. I taught my students a lesson about the difference between diamonds and cubic zirconia. You might have cubic zirconia now, but if your focus is diamonds, you're never going to fall for cubic zirconia because you know what it is. You've held it in your hands. You've had it. You've seen it. You've felt it. Same thing when we, we are not where we want to be, but we're still giving attention to and giving action to the progress that we want to make or the vision that's ahead of us or the things that we want to do. Right? Don't. Be shameful. And this is something that um, came up for me recently. Don't be shameful for the things that you did not know in the moment you were learning the lesson. Don't find shame in the parts of you and the experiences that you've had that were there to teach you a lesson. As long as you get the lesson out of it, it's good. And that's not to say that the things that hurt you or the things that you are not happy about you have to put on blast or on front street. But acknowledge them. Feel them. So when those feelings arise again, when that situation arise again, when somebody comes into your life and you get a, a, a little a little inkling that this is another toxic situation, you know, uh-uh, I know what that feels like in the depths. And that's not where my vision is. That's not where my focus is. Um, Kenneth, you told me to repeat it. I don't even know what I said. Somebody else, what? repeat which part? I don't know. Y'all, I be on here talking. Y'all be telling me to repeat stuff I don't remember. But what I was just speaking to is like, like, don't get discouraged in your hardest times. You have to acknowledge and feel and get familiar with the bad feelings. Get familiar with shame. And people are not going to say this to you because they're like, oh, no, be happy. Choose joy. Choose light. Right? No. Get familiar with pain. Get familiar with heartbreak. Get familiar with sadness. Get familiar with toxic situations. Get familiar with failure. So when they arise again, you know how to get past them. You'll have a toolkit. And I talked about a toolkit in like a couple episodes in the past. I don't remember which one. Y'all go listen to all of them, right? And tell me what you think about them. But get so familiar with these feelings that when they come up again, you're not shunned by them. But instead, you're pulling things out of your toolkit. This is how I combat shame. This is how I combat fear. This is how I combat anxiety. This is how I combat toxic situations. So you just have to understand and not be afraid of negative feelings because if you're so focused on the good feelings, you're going to be crushed and devastated and lost and destitute when all the feelings that are not good come along. Um, what does that say? You know what it feels like in the depths. Right, right, period. Y'all be listening. Look, y'all be listening. So I was saying you have to get familiar with these uncomfortable feelings so that when they arise, you know how to turn them off and you know that you need to, to turn things around because you understand what the depths feel like. I've been in the depths of heartbreak, so I know what it looks like when it's on its way. 
I know that man is fine, but as soon as he opened his mouth and said something crazy, that's, I ain't going to do it. I know the depth of that. I know the depth of that situation if I allow myself to entertain it, okay? I don't even think this about the topic no more. So let me see what else I got for y'all. So when we're talking about progress, we're talking about forward and onward movement. And then I had to ask myself as I was writing my show notes today, um, how is the movement that you're making different from what you've experienced and when I say movement I don't just mean physical movement or I'm going to the gym more no it's deeper than that if you're progressing in in relationship how are the people while you're moving into this new I want to be a new person I want to run with new crowds how are the people looking different when you're moving towards progress how are the places that you're putting yourself in attributing to your progress you're not going to have progress um, in peace or you're not going to have progress um, in business and, and, and productivity if you at the club every weekend. If you at Taco Tuesday every night and Karaoke Wednesday and then you at Thirsty Thursday and then you at Freestyle Friday and then you at Shake Some Saturday. That's not, Where's the progress? Where's the productivity? How are the places that you're allowing yourself to spend time in change? The mentality that you have, how is that changing? Like, yeah, I know I'm used to having a glass of wine every day after work. But instead, let's try making a smoothie every day after work. What is the progress that you're making? Slow progress is better than no progress. And I know y'all heard that. That ain't nothing profound. But you have to apply it. We hear all of these words, and I really be feeling like a fraud a little bit sometimes because I feel like I just get on here and I'm telling y'all things that y'all already know. But it's just the application, and that's why we plan. You plan for you. You plan for your progress. How is the way that you are thinking different? And different thinking is a challenge. Living different from what you were taught is a challenge. But it also comes with some intentionality in what you're doing. Because what I taught doesn't match this vision, and we get vision from God, we get vision from the universe, we get visions and signs and signals that are very clear and very often. That thing that you keep feeling, that thing that you keep seeing, and you don't want to do it because it's unfamiliar, because you don't have anybody around you that's ever done it before, you don't think you have a mentor, that's because you're meant to be the mentor. That's because you're meant to birth it. That's because this progress is not just for you, it's for everybody that's connected to you and surrounded by you. So your mentality is already different, you just got to take action to align with the mentality that you've already been given with. Given with. That makes sense? Given, given, not given with. That didn't make sense. But y'all know what I meant, right? When you're on this road to progress, how is the movement and your actions different? I want to live a healthier lifestyle, but I'm still pulling up to a drive through window every day after work. I want to live a healthier lifestyle, but I'm still watching uh, Baddies of the South at 30 years old and thinking it's real life, real entertainment and trying to live my life like this out here trying to fight people all every day. Just saying. What actions are you taking that are attributed and aligning with this progress that you want, with this forward movement? Because sometimes, and, and, and this just came to me, when we're talking about progress, remember, it's forward movement and onward movement. Just because you're moving does not mean you're progressing. I'll say that for the people who, who joined a little late. Just because you're moving does not mean you are progressing. Y'all be jogging in place. You done walked in place, jumping jacks are movement, 
but it's not onward. It's not forward. So don't let yourself be fooled. Just because you you going through the motions, that's not progress. If you are planning to progress, it has to be forward movement. It has to be onward movement. It has to be movement out of what you're used to, out of your comfort zone, out of what makes sense to you because it's what you were taught growing up. If you want to plan for progress, you have to plan to make yourself uncomfortable and move on, move upward. Leaving that job uncomfortable, not really knowing if you're going to have the same income, uncomfortable. Me starting this podcast and trying to build a brand, uncomfortable. I don't know what all of the steps look like. I just see the vision. And so that's what's scary. But I know I'm taking little steps every day. Do the 1%. If you have not read Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks about doing 1% every day. Doing small things every day. And I'm going to get to some examples of that a little bit later. But when we're talking about progress, it's just 1%. If I want to run a marathon, if I decide today that I'm going to run a marathon, that doesn't mean I'm going to go do it tomorrow. Probably won't even make it a mile. Probably won't even make it a half mile. But you got to understand that slow progress is better than no progress. Onward and upward. You can't just be running in place like, yeah, I'm working hard. Barely. You're really just exhausting yourself because you're, you're, you're not making progress. Okay? Um, when we're on this road to moving onward, to moving upward, what's a car say? Um, exactly. Some people just used to be uncomfortable, and that's hard to break them from what they know and out of their zone. But you have to keep the faith and take that leap. You have to take a leap forward. You can leap in place, but yeah, you're absolutely right. You have to take a leap of faith and you have to believe in yourself and believe in your vision. And that leads me to my next point. Um, Give yourself grace with your gains. Now, the quote that's coming to my mind after I say that is comparison is the thief of joy. A friend told me that a while ago, and I don't know if it was normal to y'all, but maybe it was my first time hearing it, but it was so profound for where I was in my life in that moment. Um, Give yourself grace. Your progress is not going to look like the person's progress next to you. Your progress is not going to sound the same. It's not going to feel the same as somebody next to you. Just like I go to the gym, that doesn't mean that the person next to me whose goal in the gym is to lose 30 pounds should be looking at me. My goal, I don't even got 30 pounds to lose, (laughs) okay? So our progress is different. My progress is mental. I just want to mentally make myself go to the gym every day. Your progress is to actually see a physical change. Comparison is the thief of joy. So she's looking at me and I'm looking at her and we looking at each other, but our goals aren't the same. Our progress is going to look very different. So give yourself grace. Sometimes you have to, and this statement is about to shock some of y'all, but let me explain before y'all try to come for me. Okay. Give yourself grace with your gains and you should plan to fail. I know. Ain't nobody saying that. Now, listen to me carefully. I said plan to fail, not plan out your failures. Plan to fail, but don't plan out your failures. Here's what I mean before y'all come for me in the chat. You're going to fail at something. You're going to fall short in this road to progress. As you're moving forward, you're in uncharted territory, child, uncharted territory. And so sometimes you're going to misstep. 
Sometimes you're going to have to take two steps back to take five steps forward. Failure is a part of life. So when I say plan to fail, what I mean is let yourself mentally be okay with things not working out perfectly how you envision them. And I hope my friend Jasmine is still on here because I remember in high school, she would tell me all the time, or even in college, when I would just like be going through shit, I had all of these plans of how every year, every month of my year was going to go. And when things didn't go, I was crushed. When things didn't go how I planned them in this, this story I concocted in my mind, I was crushed. When in all actuality, if I had planned to fail, I would know that that section of my progress just didn't work. I have to find another avenue. Now, I'm not saying plan your failures because planning your failure sounds a lot like anxiety and we don't need that. Planning failures is that worst case scenario that you keep planning in your head or keep playing in your head that starts to become your inner voice. And the more that you allow yourself to think through your failures, I'm not telling you to think through your failures, just recognize that you're going to have some missteps. But. The more you think through your failures and you create these stories and you create these scenarios, they start to become your unconscious mind and that unconscious voice in the back of your head. And so we don't want that. But just recognize, acknowledge and know that sometimes you will fall short. And at that point, that doesn't mean that you're not taking the right avenue. That doesn't mean that this isn't for you. It just means that you have to do it differently. Right. That doesn't mean that that's still not your your the relationship you should be in. It just means that maybe you all need to take a different angle in this relationship. Right? This friendship, this situation, this move, this new career that you're trying to step into that you've been so passionate about. So allow yourself to plan to fail, but don't plan out your failures because that's anxiety. But planning to fail is is preparing i know people say if you fail to plan you you if you what y'all know the saying if you plan to fail you if you <laughs> if you fail to plan you plan to fail but i don't this i don't agree with that statement anymore i've said it too in my life but you should always plan to fail because everything in life won't go right just plan for progress like we're doing right now you're welcome um and so what I also want to talk to or mention in that same light is don't bring fear into your plans, only preparation. And that's what I was trying to get at. When I say plan to fail, it's also preparing for the unforeseen, right? Nobody plans to lose a loved one. You can prepare, but that's not in your plans to lose somebody. It's the preparation. So don't bring fear into those situations. Things like death are inevitable, you know what I mean? And so kind of try to prepare yourself for it. At some point, you're going to have to move. At some point, you're going to have kids. At some point, the routines of your life are going to change, and that's not what you expected. But just learn how to prepare yourself for those unforeseen situations. And I don't mean physically lay out a plan, because, again, that's planning your failures. But I mean preparing your mentality, preparing your spirit, preparing your soul. Get so deeply rooted in you. Get so deeply rooted in the fact that you will get to this vision. You will succeed. You will fulfill your purpose. And we talked about purpose, I think, last week. Get so focused on that that it's like, mm, I stumbled a little bit, but I'm going to keep going. When a baby starts to learn how to walk, the first time they fall, they don't say, fuck this walking shit, mom. You're going to have to push me in this stroller forever. No, they get back up and try it again because they're so focused on walking. They see everybody else walking. 
So they know it's attainable. You see millionaires out here, you know it's attainable. You see celebrities out here, you know it's attainable. Authors, you know it's attainable. Award-winning podcasters, I know it's attainable. So falling short does not mean that you let go of that vision. It just means that you prepare differently for when these same situations come up again. Amen? Amen. All right. So with that being said, I felt like I had to give you all some tangible things to do. So if you are planning for progress, if that's the phase of your life you are in, the quote that came to me, and I think this might be in the Bible, but I could be lying. It could be in my Bible. Maybe not Charles. But it's a uh, write it down, make it plain. Is that in the Bible? I don't think that's in the Bible. Where I get that from? Y'all heard that before though, right? Write it down and make it plain. So when I say that, I want you to write down what your goals are. Maybe do one at a time. Because if you're anything like me, you get this long list and you end up only doing one thing on the list and then you be looking crazy. But what is the goal that you have? What is your vision? What is your end goal? What is your purpose? Who do you want to be as the best mother? Who do you want to be as the best employee, as the best coworker, as the best daughter? Who do you want to be as the best love partner? Who do you want to be as the best, best friend? Write that down and make it plain. And then as you are making progress, because remember, progress is consistent onward movement. As you are making process, process, child, progress. As you are making progress, give yourself checkpoints. So if my goal is to be an award-winning podcaster, boom. What are some checkpoints? So this year, I need to have a focus for the podcast that I drop. I need to have consistency. I need to have a website. I need to have a journal. I need to have all these things need to happen in order for this one thing to happen. So it's like an umbrella. So boom, at the top. Then as you make checkpoints, these can sound like by May, I'll need to do this if I want to be this. Every day, I need to make a habit of doing this if I want to do this. If I want to write a book, I need to make a habit of writing a page every day. Hell, if I want to finish a book, if you like me, I haven't uh, finished a book in a minute. I need to get back on my reading. I need to read three pages every day. So what are the daily things that you need to be doing to get there and focus on those? Do that 1% so good. Do that daily task so well that it becomes innate and you don't even have to think about it. So now when that thing becomes routine and just becomes something that you do automatically, then you can plan to do something else. Okay? Um, like I said, one small thing a day to get to your level of progress. And I said, write, write it down, work it out, and repeat. So on this road to progress, write down your vision, work to get it consistently, and repeat. Every time there's something you set your mind to, write it down, work it out, and repeat. Okay? So I'm just going to run y'all through the main little points of this episode again before we go ahead and get up out of here. Again, we are planning to progress. And so progress is onward movement, forward and onward. You can't just be running in place, baby. You got to be doing something different. As you're moving, as you're running, as you're going forward in your life and your vision and your goals, um, where is it that you're going? Keep your eyes focused on the vision. Um, how is the movement that you're doing different from the movement that you've been doing in the past? How are the people different? Do they line up with the vision? How are the places that you're allowing yourself to spend time in different? What is the mentality change that you've had to have to meet this goal, to, to obtain this vision? What actions 
are you doing that are different than they were before? That movement has to be onward, upward, and forward, which may be uncomfortable. Don't let yourself get discouraged if this movement starts to feel uncomfortable. That's the goal, to get out of your comfort zone, okay? Um, as you are making these gains, whether they be quick or whether they be slow, give yourself grace because sometimes it is inevitable that you will fall short, plan to fail, because you will at some point. Just make sure and trust yourself to be prepared enough to handle these things because you've overcome hard things before. You've done difficult things before. There are some situations right now that you didn't plan on being in, but you're crushing it. Some of you didn't plan on being mothers or parents in general, but you are crushing it. And that wasn't easy. It wasn't comfortable. Y'all popped them little babies out. I'm sure it wasn't comfortable. But you did it. You've done hard things before. So so allow yourself to continue to do hard things. Um, plan to fail, but don't plan your failures. Planning your failures is that anxious, creating fake scenarios and uh, creating um, negative scenarios in your head. That's not what I want you to do. When you are planning for progress, write down your visions and your goals and make them plain. And do one thing every day. The same one thing until you master it. That's going to get you there. Comparison is the thief of joy. So don't be looking behind you or to the side of you when your goal is to move forward. Okay. Thank you all for joining me. This was um, Planning for Progress right here on Universal Tees. If you have not already, go ahead to your favorite podcast streaming platform, whether that be Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts. Go and listen to this episode. Listen to your favorite episode. Send it to a friend who ain't got their shit together who might need to hear it. Leave a review. Go on YouTube. Subscribe there so that you can see all the episodes that you have missed already. And I love y'all so much. Bye. Bye.